I'm Tavi Nasir, and this is Leadership Biz Cafe, a podcast that provides insights and tools to help leaders take on the challenges and opportunities found in leading today's workplaces. Leadership Biz Cafe is brought to you by Tavi Nasir Leadership, our leadership firm that offers keynotes and corporate trainings in both in-person and virtual settings that will help you to improve the way you lead and guide your organization's growth and future successes. To find out how we can help you today with your leadership challenges and discover your untapped opportunities, visit our website at tavinasir.com. And now, let's head over to my espresso machine as it's time to brew up another leadership espresso shot. Have you ever noticed how much kids ask questions? No matter where they are, no matter who they're with, they always seem to find something they have a question about. This behavior has been known to be a source of exasperation for parents, if not also the inspiration behind many jokes about parenting and childhood. And yet when you think about it, it's understandable why children need to ask so many questions, as it's the way they learn about the world they live in. Sadly, as we grow up, we start to lose this inquisitiveness and desire to question and understand. As we go through the school system, we begin to refrain from asking questions out of a fear that we'll appear foolish in front of our classmates for not already knowing the answer to what we're asking. And then as we move from the education system out into the workforce, we hold back from asking questions, thinking that we are somehow expected to already know the answer, and this being especially true the higher up you go on the organizational ladder. As adults, We've unfortunately learned to stop asking questions, even though it's critical to our ability to better understand the increasingly complex and interconnected world we live in. Through the act of asking questions, we make ourselves look for answers, go down unfamiliar paths that allow us to expose ourselves to new ideas, insights, and information that can help us better understand a situation and sometimes even overcome our assumptions and biases. By not accepting that something just is, we force ourselves to understand how come it is, and with it, develop a better appreciation for what's really going on. Through our inquisitiveness, we nurture our powers of observation, of taking notice of how things are done, and pondering the rationale behind it. Now, in my keynotes and workshops, I work with leaders to help them understand the importance of how we phrase the questions we ask because that shapes and influences what we'll get back as a response, of what information we'll be exposed to that can help us gain more clarity about the realities our employees face and what our employees really need from us to succeed in their roles. In addition to understanding how the questions we ask serve to inform and influence what information and insights we can gather from our employees, it's also important that as leaders we're creating and promoting a culture of inquisitiveness as well that our employees also feel free to ask the questions that are on their mind and which will help them to get the answers they need to succeed in their roles and contribute meaningfully to the organization. So for this Leadership Espresso Shot, I'd like to share four steps you can take to create a culture of inquisitiveness in your workplace. A culture where employees feel free to ask questions because asking questions is encouraged, supported, and welcomed. As with any kind of behavior we want to promote and encourage, the first step in creating a culture of inquisitiveness is leading by example. Namely, that we spend more time asking questions than we are simply telling. 
Now, there's a common assumption that people have in leadership positions that they are supposed to have all the answers. And it's not surprising because when we think about how most people are promoted to leadership positions, it tends to be as a reward for their knowledge and expertise. As a leader, though, your job is not to be the one who has the answers, but to tap into the collective talents and insights of your employees to discover what would be the best course to take to achieve your shared goals. That's why I encourage leaders in some of my keynotes to be mindful of getting out of their own heads to see and understand the perspectives of those around them. And one way to do this is by asking questions, of wanting to see and understand how your employee views the situation and what possible solutions or opportunities they see going forward. This also helps break the cycle of maintaining the status quo because the act of asking questions, of creating a culture of inquisitiveness, is disruptive by its very nature. Because you're not just accepting things the way they are. You're asking why something is not working and how we can make things even better. But to really reinforce this culture of inquisitiveness, don't just stop at your employees. Embrace asking more questions and listening intently with your suppliers, with your customers, with anyone your organization has a touch point with. Not only will this demonstrate your commitment to fostering a culture of inquisitiveness, that you're modeling a style of communication, of asking questions, and focused listening. But you'd be surprised at the powerful insights and unexpected opportunities you'll discover from these conversations that can help you gain forward momentum in your shared purpose. The second step to create a culture of inquisitiveness is to focus on your employee's initiative of asking a question and not just on the question itself. If we remember that one of the reasons why we stopped asking questions as we grew up was because we were afraid of looking foolish. It becomes clear that if you're going to promote a culture of inquisitiveness in your workplace, you need to make sure you're focusing and supporting the initiative and not just the value of your employee's query. As with any new initiative, it's important to realize that your employees won't want to risk trying to figure out where the boundaries are in terms of what they are allowed to ask. And so at the start, you might find that many of them are resorting to asking safe questions, those that don't challenge or question the status quo too much. That's why at the beginning, it's important that you just acknowledge their questions and express appreciation for their interest in wanting to know more or to gain more clarity about a situation or client. When your employees see that you appreciate such initiatives, you'll start creating an atmosphere where your employees will feel compelled to bring up the real questions that are on their mind and which highlight some of the ideas and concerns they might have about their organization. The third step to creating a culture of inquisitiveness is to make sure you listen to what's being asked. Now, this might seem like an obvious step, but consider how many interviews or conversations you've seen where the person responding to the question failed to answer it. More often than not, it's not because they didn't know the answer. Instead, it was a result of their brain being focused more on what they expected to be asked than on the actual question that was posed to them. It's also a good practice to follow up with your employee by turning the tables around and asking them if what you told them answers their query. If you've attended my keynotes, you may have noted during the Q&A session that after I answer an audience member's question, I ask them back if what I said answered their question. Most times they answer in the affirmative, but on rare occasions I'll have a leader reply, not really. 
to which I'll then ask them to provide with more details about their query. And I'm happy to say that following that, with the additional context they provide me, I get that approving nod and smile that I provided them now with the answer that they were looking for. Similarly, you want to show your employees that you genuinely care about answering their question by making sure you've given them the information and insights they're looking for. And the fact that you're doing so by asking them a question will help reinforce that culture of inquisitiveness you're trying to foster. And the fourth step to promoting a culture of inquisitiveness in your workplace is to remember that time and practice are the key to making this new behavior stick. While many of us might have lost the habit of asking questions, this doesn't mean we've lost the ability. As is the case with creating any new habit, it's going to take time and practice to take hold. Also, adding the act of asking questions into your organization's culture will take time as your employees will need to see that this is not merely the latest pet project of management, but a concrete effort to encourage greater participation and involvement of everyone towards how the organization operates. As children, we understood the power of asking questions to help us gain knowledge about our world, to gain a better understanding of how things work and why things are the way they are. And this is exactly the benefits you reap from creating a culture of inquisitiveness in your workplace. You'll be able to tap into the unique insights, perspectives, and experiences of those you lead and apply that information to help discover and develop new opportunities for growth and innovation. Now, if this episode has made you curious to learn more about my speaking work, either as a keynote speaker or for a workshop, whether that's an in-person event or a virtual one, I'd like to invite you to reach out to connect with me so we can discuss it further. You can fill out the contact form on my website at tamanasir.com, where you can also find my speaking page to learn more about the topics I can discuss and explore at your event, as well as to see what others have had to say about attending my talks. I'm Tavin Asir, and you've been listening to Leadership Biz Cafe.